Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, 
it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Bitch number two, Kelly. <gasps> and a tiny bitch. Do you want to be bitch number three? <laughs> bitch number three, Paige. Paige, Paige, Paige. Finally. I'm happy to finally be Well, everybody's been waiting for Paige to be on the podcast because we had like Brooke and Chloe back to back because I think they had two episodes close to each other that were not disgusting episodes for the two of them. Paige, we only had to wait till halfway through season three for you. It took us a while to get a good episode of you, Paige. Poor kid. I believe it. I I tell your mom all the time, you know, when you're in the world of Dance Moms and you're filming, you obviously remember things, but you also might not always remember everybody else's trials and tribulations because you're so focused on yourself. I was like, I did not realize how much time you spent at the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> I lived there. I don't remember anything besides the bottom of the pyramid. You we, literally we lived there, huh, the bottom. Yeah, this episode I didn't remember because there's not very many happy days. I just remember being at the bottom of the pyramid. So yeah. this uh, was a good episode to recap. That's why we yeah. asked you on That's this That's why one. we asked you, yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, Paige doesn't want to commit suicide this episode. Let's have her on. <laughs> Okay, before we get started on all the fun things, because I know everyone is so excited to chat with you, we are going to thank our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our exclusive Patreon channel where they get access to after parties, video content, never before seen video uh, and photos and just lots of fun stuff over there. And we have so much old content. So if you subscribe, now you're going to get access to all of that old stuff and all the old um, stuff. Yeah, there's some really good stuff on there. And we're getting through you guys. I know lots of people still said I haven't heard my name yet, but we're getting there, I swear. So let's thank Kay, Kara, Maria, Courtney, Sage, Amanda, Fun Monkey, Emily, Ruby, Caitlin, Shannon, Emily, Sierra, Julia, Emmy, Maria, uh, Jemima, Maggie, Kamari. Then we have Paige, Haley, Reagan, Trinity, Avery, Heidi, Ella, Franklin. Arshley, uh, Janelle, Brooke, Allie, Miss Disco Bush, Faith, Alana, Matthew, Kelsey, Taylor, Hannah, Casey, Jillian, Kelsey, Molly, Amy, Shannon, Rachel, Simone, BMSM5, Laura, Amanda, Tessa, Nyla, Sophia, Madison, Kay, Brooke, Kylie, Becky, Marguerite, Kelly, Mystic by Moonlight, Aisha, Vonja, 
Rebecca Fozzi, Carrie Dong Dong, Melissa Abs, Rochelle Rebecca, Megan Lacey Anna, Bridget Olivia Morgan Nikki, Madison Alex JD, Mataji Lindsay Trapped Chloe's version, uh, Haley Morgan I'm Trash. Brooke, Josie, Ashley, Allie, Andrea, Marissa, Maddie, Kira, Melody, Anna, Marissa, Addison, Carrie, Erica, Michelle, Sophie, Rachel, Abby, Ashton, MJ, Kelly, Amanda, Elliot, Esnakam, Kathy, Hannah, Anna, get your finger out of my face, Emily, Amy, Marlo, Anthony, Sophie, and Luke. Thank you, guys. Do you know what crazy disco bush is? I have no idea. I didn't think you would. <laughs> Should I? Um, well, okay. So should we just tell her? Yeah. Do you remember when people had photos that you used to have to get developed? Like from remember a disposable you... camera? Yeah. Yeah. Like you would get your film and take it to like Walgreens and then you would pick up your actual picture. I still do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. good. Well, Melissa had a digital camera that she used to take pictures of Gucci, you know, and she, so the one day she brought a stack of pictures upstairs and she's like, oh, look, blah, 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 blah. and we're looking through the pictures and I get to a certain picture and I'm like, oh my God. She's like, what? I was like, Melissa, it is a full frontal of you in the mirror. She was naked, completely naked, 100% oh naked. God. And it was a full disco bush. It was, so, I have never heard we that all, before. We always talk about our disco <laughs> bush. Disco so bush. now people are, their name on their thing is disco bush. <laughs> So, I'm so glad you guys are sharing that story with the world. I, we've I shared it. We've shared it. Yeah, You're probably the only person that hasn't heard it. The disco bush. But um, now she will tell you now that, you know, she's very well groomed, groomed. and taken care of. Yeah. But yeah. And then the funniest part is your mom's like, I looked through those pictures. And I, I looked through them. I didn't notice. even see that. Oh but my goodness. How do you miss it? It was like, well, it was, it was, it was very 70s. Yes. It was very 70s. So funny. yes, yes, yes. So that's we have people who've named themselves. It's Disco Bush. I personally liked Trapped Chloe's version. <laughs> yeah, and, and I liked Get Your Finger Out of My Face. Did you guys see that? Oh, thing? I was gonna play it. Can I play it? Yeah, we have okay. a, a. Yeah, somebody said they played this at a what was it a, a New Jersey, Jersey bar, a Jersey or? bar, or maybe. Oh they were my just... gosh, I saw this. Okay, I'm it gonna was play pretty it. Funny, and all I'm saying is if someone doesn't play this at my funeral, I'm haunting everyone, okay? Here, I'm, I'm going to play it for everybody who is listening. You ready? No, did you just sit here and say that my daughter looks miserable, so maybe we should put Kalani in her place? No, I never said yes, that. Yes, you most certainly no, did. No, I didn't. Ding, that, ding, that, ding, that. the 500 pound hog there is mooing in the background 
that was sent in our group message with the girls and I woke up to it and I listened to it like 10 times. It's I was worth it. Up. That's pretty funny. That's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. I saw it on Brian's thing. He was Brian. in the group message that it was sent in. Okay, oh, he sent God. it to me. Wait, Brian's me. in the girls' group message? Yeah, why is that? All of his dreams have now officially came true. Just so you're clear. Yeah, you need to delete him out of that. <laughs> I don't know how he got in there. Somebody... Well, probably when we were in LA, you guys went out with him that night. Well, he Dude. showed up at the bar. He said, I'm yeah. in bed. We said, oh, come have a shot with us or you're lame. Ten minutes later, there he's he like, he's, here I am. He said he, he like lived right around the corner from there. Yeah, we were like, like, you have to come. And I looked up and I was like, what are you doing here? Oh, Wait, what bar were you guys at? Um, well, we went to Tom Tom is where. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't even know where. How was Tom? I know you guys went to the Abbey because I was like, how dare you go to the Abbey without your mother? I, without us. Yes. How rude. Did you like it, Paige? Yeah, I the whole night was great. It's really fun. I personally love the uh, video of you guys all walking with drinks and Chloe is holding a plate of French fries. <laughs> I had to buy her those fries. We were we were at Tom Tom and tried to get them and I think their bar or their restaurant closed. So when we were at the Abbey, I was like, how every bartender I saw, I was like, can you please get me some French fries? I went to like 10 different people. I was like, this girl needs some French fries. And she's like, do you think they have fries? I'm like, let me talk to some people. I'll get you. <laughs> I'll get you fries. Well, I said, I've never seen somebody like drop it low, holding a plate of fries. And then you guys are all eating it. She's like grinding on the floor, holding fries. And I'm like, this is the most fun I've ever seen these girls have. Yeah. I wish I would have stayed. I was supposed to go. It would have been fun if you guys were there. I know. I'm so pissed off. I was supposed to stay. And then I thought they were just meeting Brooks for, and from the boat. And I thought, oh, they don't want me tagging along. And then it ended up being everybody going out. Well, I could have told you everybody was going out. Well, when they left the hotel, it was like they were meeting Barrett. Barrett. Bryce yeah. and Barrett. So I was like, uh. So I came home. Well, if I would have been there, we would have gone out. Yeah. Well, well we went out. out. We had fun. And did you hear Chloe's hairdresser found my eyelash in her hair the next morning whenever we were doing <laughs> <for> interviews? <laughs> That's me funny. and Chloe, we went to her apartment after. Oh, yeah. She said that you were like, your cat loves me. Oh, first of all, he did love me. She was so sweet. Little oh. lady. Meanwhile, she hates me. I was freaking out that I needed Chloe to rip my eyelashes off. And then I forgot that I needed to wear them the next day for interview. So I'm like, Chloe, we have to find them. So we're like searching on her bathroom floor trying to find it. Never found Ew, it. You were going to put it back on your eye? Yeah, I reused them. <laughs> off the floor? <laughs> Well, no. Yeah, I mean, I was a little intoxicated. We couldn't find it. And then the next day, Chloe was getting her hair done for interview and the hairdresser found my eyelash in her hair. So, oh, that's fun. Did you put it back on? No, I ended up getting a new pair. Okay. <laughs> that's some shit your mom would do. She'd be like, I need those eyelashes. Find them on the floor. They were $5. That's they what Chloe $5. was saying. I was freaking out. Like, Chloe, find my eyelash. We're crawling on her floor trying to find Oh, it. my goodness. Oh. We were saying that you guys should now do like a summer house show with you guys where you take the girls, just the girls, not the moms, and put you in like a vacation spot for like four weeks and just let you live in the house like a sorority house. Oh, God. You guys would probably be dead. No, they would be fine. If it was us, the old lady version, we'd be dead. Yeah. We would have fun. Yeah. I don't Remember know. Remember when you little bitches used to turn the heat all the way up in the room and leave us? <laughs> 
You and Chloe would Sweat try to heat out. up to like 95 in our hotel room and we would be drinking and we wouldn't know. And then we'd wake up in the middle of the night so fucking hot. We're like, why is it so hot in here? Maybe that's why we woke up naked half the time. You guys were always naked. naked. I know. How about that thing I sent you the other day about naked pizza? Was that hysterical? Somebody copied us. We we patented naked pizza. That was hysterical when I saw that. I went back and was watching Brooke's episode before I did this. And you guys were talking about naked pizza. And I was like, I might have to buy their Patreon because I don't remember what happens <laughs> in naked pizza either. So we're going to have to talk. Because you guys that. never heard the no, story. No, we didn't tell you. You guys were kids. So we were like, you we had... Know. We ha- so there were three tiers of storylines going on on Dance Moms at all times. There was you guys and whatever you guys were doing. And then you had no idea what the, the moms were doing. And I'm not talking about on the show. I'm talking about off camera. <laughs> and we had our own storyline. And then the crew had their own entire storyline. So there were three tiers of storylines at all times. Yep. I, I say that all the time. Like, for us tell, telling our points of view, like on this behind the scenes thing, like the kids version is totally different than ours. 100%. You guys were in the dance room and we didn't really know what was going on a lot of the times, but you guys didn't really know what was going on upstairs and stuff. Like you couldn't really hear what we were talking about and stuff. So like you probably would learn a lot from this, listening to this page. I feel like there's random things I hear about that you guys talk about, like stories like that, that I just assume I know and I really don't. Yeah. Do you know how we used to get them to... To stop filming us? Do, do you know what this means? No. It means exactly what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we wanted to stop filming, the mothers would start talking about the filthiest sex things that we could talk about. Like hairy balls. Just anything disgusting. Because because then they couldn't use it. They would be like, just shut the cameras off. And so if a producer or a cameraman wanted us to be done, they would give us the signal. <laughs> we'd start talking about balls. I remember I used to just start singing Adele. I would like look straight into the camera. One time we thought that if we went to the bathroom, they'd stop. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And they kept going. So I would just look straight into the camera and start singing like rolling in the deep. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, because they couldn't. If they were if I was singing a song that they didn't have the rights to. Wow, that's really smart. Yeah, you were smart, Miss Paige. We weren't. We just talked dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is that... um, yeah, we talked dirty, but that that was smart of you guys. We were we just be like, fuck, okay, what do you want us to do? Okay, fuck. Than you guys, fuck. Yeah, you guys we were smarter smart. than we were not smart. That is for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm clearly evidence of that. Yeah. All right. Well, is there? Oh, I know what we need to do before we get started. Uh, what are we drinking? I am drinking a coffee. No you're problem. a good girl. But you if are you're wondering a good... why I'm drinking it through a straw, people always question me. It's just so I don't stain my teeth. I was just going to say, I know exactly why. People so always yeah. think I'm weird on TikTok. But... You learned that from Jessica. Yeah, my cousin. She did teach me that. So ever since I was little, yeah. I always to drink things. Ah, that's smart. Yeah, but see, when you drink through a straw, then you get these things on your lips. So I would rather have stained teeth. What do you get on your lips? Like like if you smoke, you know how you get them smokers lines? Well, you get the same ah. thing from sucking through a straw. So I would rather have the stained teeth because you can whiten them. Never win. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you also get drunker drinking through a straw. Do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah supposedly. Because never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> Paige is like, that's, that's a life hack for you, Paige. It's less expensive and less calories. Yeah, you supposedly get drunker through a straw because, I guess, because there's less oxygen. I don't know. Like, it goes straight to your head. Who knows? I'm making all kinds of shit up. No, I have heard that. I have heard that. 
Yeah, I think so. Oh my God. Okay. I just realized what shirt you're wearing. We need to get started because we're already like 16 minutes in. You didn't ask me what I'm drinking. I'm oh. drinking a Sunny D. Oh, you got seltzer. one. Did, did you ever have one of these? No. They're good. I, I hate seltzers. I them growing up. I, well, no, this is an alcohol one, but I don't like seltzers, but I do like this one. It's, does it taste like Sunny D? Yeah. I'm going to have to get this. I like a Sunny D. Yeah. They're good. I'll have to try those. I'm yeah, just drinking wine. They're hard to find. Mm. At least here they're hard to find. But. Well, they're hard to find there. Can't imagine that they're easy to find here. But anyway. All right. So we're going to have Paige on. Or you're staying for the after party too, right, Paige? Because I have like eight things I want to ask you that are all like after party questions. I just thought of it. If we get through it in, in we'll a get decent amount of time. <clears throat> all right. We'll get started. I think we did everything we're supposed to do. We're going to start. I'm recapping today. Today we are talking about season three, episode 13, which is like one third of the way through season three. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. I think there's like 43 or 45 episodes it's in season the most three. insane thing ever. And this one's called She's a Maniac. <laughs> Who do we think she's talking about? Or we're talking about? The, who's the maniac? I don't know. Abby? I would assume. You. No, we were no, good on this. We were behaving. I was so good on this episode. Me too. I've been good. Season three, I was good. Season two, not so much. I'm no. terrible in season three. But I just want to point out again that we filmed this the end of January and it aired in March. Like, I always say that because it's insane how quick the show was being turned around at this point. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. And I'm also telling everyone that so maybe they'll give us a pass for all the fur that appears in this episode. I don't know. I'm just hoping. Maybe. All right. So we start, we open the show in Pittsburgh and we see the illustrious, really uh, statement building, the ALDC, you know, that white little box. It's just so grand. All the potholes. Full of potholes. No, not anymore. They filmed, they filled it because of the bus. Yeah, but not for us. Oh, no. No. All right. So we open at the ALDC and then uh, we are... In Pyramid, Abby's waiting in Pyramid, and then she screams ev- impatiently for everyone to come into Studio A. You guys walk in, followed by us. We're not wearing shoes because the floors are $64,000, allegedly. I have to say, I always loved when Abby would scream impatiently for us to come in. Like, we were just hanging out and having fun. Like, we weren't standing outside We were the standing door. there for four hours, yeah. Yeah, like Jimmy Chris going, hold ladies, hold, hold ladies, hold. Yeah. hold la-. But then she'd be like, get in here! Okay, okay, we're coming. I was just going to say, and we walked in 15 times. <laughs> yes, yes. Walk-ins were the most annoying thing. Oh my gosh. Well, they make yeah. you go the next day and put the same outfit back on. Go again for them not to show it. Yeah, exactly. And I particularly love their, you can always tell when Abby's on some sort of a tangent because a couple weeks, you guys had knee pads on. Remember like the great knee pad drama where if you guys didn't wear knee pads she would like lose her ever loving mind so there was like a couple of episodes where you guys are all wearing knee pads and then now you can tell in this peer or in this particular pyramid she must have been screaming at you guys about the way you stand with your hands because everybody's like really not having their hand anywhere near a crotch nowhere it's nowhere near a crotch but Paige must have been getting yelled at for her limp arms because oh, yeah. you notice she has, she has oh, wristbands. Yeah. Your oh, weights on your wrists. That. 100%. That's a note I have. Yeah. Yeah. I knew. And two weeks ago, you were holding water bottles. <laughs> I saw yeah. a little clip for that and I was like, oh, remember when she made me go buy five pound weights for my hands? <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. You're noodly arms. 
I think I have them around my house. That'll be my workout. You should wear them. Yeah. Them skinny little arms you got. Oh my God. But it's always so funny to see and know the clues that are telling you what was really happening because nobody knows but us. And it's like she would become obsessed and fixated on one fucking thing and she wouldn't let it go. And you could tell everybody hated their lives. So Paige, it was your arms this week for sure. Yes. So then she congratulates you guys for winning last week's competition and beating Kathy was priceless. And she also tells us that you're only as good as your last win. So she can't teach the girls to rest on their laurels. And why is she wearing, it's like a rhinestone serpent clip on one side. Abby? Yes. Yes, I have wrote down. It's just like randomly on the side of her head. It doesn't look secure. No, it's just like randomly just right here. And it's going like the wrong way. Yeah, it was It was an odd choice. I thought that was a weird yeah. choice. Yeah. So she tells us we're going to Expressive, or Expression, sorry, Dance Invitational, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And she starts with the pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid is Brooke. Because she says, not only did you forget the routine, but you talked to Rosa Parks. Why are you talking to Rosa Parks? I was cracking up at this. I was listening to this episode at the gym on the treadmill and I actually started laughing out loud. Like, <laughs> with Jill? No, with just Brooke walking around and then Abby being so serious. Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, Mabel, I'm laughing. She's like, why are you laughing? It's not funny. I'm like, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. But Brooke was like, uh, uh, you know, um, she just, she didn't know what to do. And you said, you laughed. And then Abby said, I don't think it's funny. And then she said, we could have lost. Do you have oh any idea goodness. what happened up there? And you go, she forgot. She's human. Just like every one of these kids have forgotten their dances on stage. And she said, I've come to the conclusion that you need a break. I'm dismissing you. Go ahead. You can go. I'm assuming Brooke had a reason that she couldn't be I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. It was weird though. Yeah. Cause I mean, she would not get thrown out for, for no. getting that. But then in her interview, Abby goes, I can't believe that Brooke walked into the pyramid and is standing in front of me. Come on, Brooke. You stood on stage and wondered aimlessly, I'm really dismissing you so she can go find her brain. Meanwhile, you couldn't even tell she forgot the dance. No. Really? Like, if we wouldn't have pointed it out, I don't think anyone would have known. No, I didn't know and I knew the dance. Yeah. No one would have known, but being on stage with Brooke and her just, like, talking to us, like, she looked at me and was like, Paige, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) What's going on? Wait, do you remember it? Do you remember her saying that? I, re- I remember her talking on stage and being like, what? And we walked off and she was like, I seriously blacked out. I don't remember what happened. She like forgot that she was on stage. Yeah. She she said it was weird. She just couldn't, like, she just right, went brain dead. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where that would happen. I mean, my God. It was like constant. She was probably thinking about what she wanted to do, what she's going to do this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I love that Abby's like, I can't believe that Brooke would walk in the studio. Could you imagine if Brooke hadn't walked in the studio yeah she is the most contradictory human being on planet earth yes so she can't believe that brooke walked in the studio but if brooke hadn't walked in then she would have been yeah she would have abandoned the team she didn't care you know all the things so then um you ask about the competition the weekend and abby says brooke won't be attending but she expects to see her in class which is funny because how many times have we seen mackenzie not dancing that week but she still goes yeah so that's why i'm assuming that brooke had something else going on yeah 
So, Paige, do you happen to remember? Because I don't. I don't. I thought the same thing, that she must have had, like, a school dance or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so wait. It, it was, was January. That... January. Oh, 22nd to the 26th. Did she have something birthday-related going on? I don't know. They wouldn't let her get off for her birthday. They wouldn't let me get off for any school functions. I don't yeah. know how to go. I don't know. Look, I'm trying Because I fought for it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. only had one school function, and I did try to fight for you, Paige, but yeah, no. we're going for it. Forget about that. I know that was terrible. You said they wouldn't let her off for her birthday. Look, I was trying to give them some sort of <laughs> yeah. Don't come on. Okay, so now next we have Mackenzie, and it's Mackenzie is there because she didn't dance at last week's competition, which should have meant that Mackenzie was last, and then Brooke because she didn't even dance. But we all have come to learn that the pyramid means nothing. <laughs> It is yes. not based on any type of fact, any type of real It's kind of based on your last name, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're a Highland, you're at the bottom. Although, I, did you creep up at all? I think she's at the top. Is that this week? No. I don't, I don't think I'm at the top, but I might be like a little Oh, bit yeah. Second. Wait. Hold on. You're so second, like then that. next we have Nia. I love that Nia is fifth on the pyramid. And Abby goes... Nia, you are outstanding. The right choice to play the lead role. You are beautiful. I think Rosa Parks would have been proud, but you're at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Why was she at the bottom? I think because she had to put Maddie at the top because of Berlin. And I think she had to put Chloe and Paige above Nia because their duet won. I don't know. Yeah, it makes why, no sense. But why would Nia have been above Kendall? Because Kendall got second. For her solo when Nia led the team to a win with her lead as Rosa Parks. I don't know. Anyway, Holly's disappointed that Nia's not at the top of the pyramid. She danced well. And if she wasn't a convincing Rosa Parks, the group routine wouldn't have won. Yeah. I mean, true. And anytime anybody's the lead of a dance that wins, usually they, well, no, no, there's no usually. I lied. Forget it. All right. So now we have Kendall. She's fourth because she was second overall. And then next is Chloe, and it's because your enclosed duet came in overall high score, uh, but she did need to let Chloe know that it was not a good performance. <laughs> and then uh, you are next, and oh, and I say not only is Chloe back in the pyramid, but she's back to the second row, so it's a good week. And then next is you, Paige. And she says, you came to me. You asked for the duet. I gave you the duet. That was good. It's up to you to want it. And I keep telling you that. Now, just keep in mind that other times, if you would have gone, she would have been like, don't beg me. Be better than begging. Don't ever ask me to be on anything. Like, let me award you. But this week, you did the right thing. Do you remember that duet? Me? It was the one with Paige. the black and pink, right? Oh. Here. Here's how skinny the crotch was. <laughs> it was not a good costume. There's actually a question somebody asked about that duet that I'm going to ask you in the after party. And I don't remember this. And I don't know if you guys will remember, but I was like, oh, maybe. It, it sounds like it could be, but I don't know. So I'm going to ask you guys that when we get there. Okay. Okay. So then, uh, <laughs> then oh, I'm not laughing at Maddie. Okay. So Maddie's at the top of the pyramid. Abby lets her know she deserves a standing ovation. She gave people chills when she danced. And if she can do that, all of you can do it. You know, even if, your choreography is not as good. Your so, music isn't as good. Your your costumes aren't as good. You don't get enough practice time. But if she can do it, you can do it. Just know that. Abby says, if you're giving your audience chills, you're doing something right. Great. All right. So now she assigns the routines for this week. And I'm laughing because the first solo goes to Kendall. 
and it's called Easy as One, Two, Three. And she's going to work on Kendall's stamina. Last week was her face, this week's her stamina. So she goes to start jogging in place and don't make a sound. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why this is so amazing. I have never watched the show, but when I re-watch episodes like this for stuff like this, I realize why people watch it because some of the stuff that she says is so funny. It's I don't, so it's stupid. Real. And that's why I'm laughing because that is so not something a producer told her to say, asked her about. That is her literally. To, and, and the best part is that Pyramid took 90 hours. So I wonder how long Kendall was really running. She was definitely for. getting up her stamina. <laughs> Uh, poor Kendall. Think about how long this was. Make no, you cannot make. I tell your mom all the time. I said either this is the most insane reality show of all time, or it's the greatest thing to ever be on TV. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah, I don't know. So next, Chloe gets a solo called Blackheart, and in her interview, Chloe says this is her first solo back after being suspended, and she really wants to impress Abby and prove that she wants to be there. She wants this, and she's willing to work extra hard from it for it. Then she gives a duet to Maddie McKenzie called Run from Mother, and this, I was like, what? She goes, I'm going to change things up, and I'm going to make Maddie the leader. Is it Maddie the leader every, every week? week? Yeah. <laughs> But she said because she's usually the youngest. Right. Yeah. But it was just such a funny, I'm going to change things up and Maddie's the leader. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're going to change it up. Got it, Abs. Okay. Now, then she goes, now the name of the group routine, I will tell you. But that's all I'm telling you because there's a big surprise element involved. And she goes, the group has everybody but Brooke and it's called Gold Digger. And if you watch the show, at that point, they zoom in on Melissa. <laughs> yeah. It, they are so rotten and dirty on their edits. Well, at first, I thought <clears throat> when they said Gold Digger that it was about me because Paige was going to be the lead. But then they definitely made it out to be Well, yeah, Melissa it was because Melissa. Because of her ring, yeah. Because she got married. So it was yeah. Gold Digger. And, uh, yeah, so I was dying because they do us dirty all the time because there was something with, uh, what did, what was it last week, Hell, they were like, these mothers are the worst pieces of shit of all time. They ruin everything. And then it was like a shot of me and you sitting. <laughs> Meanwhile, we didn't even do anything. We were just sitting there, but they do fucked up stuff all the time. So it was so funny. It was gold and it went like right in on Melissa. So then Abby tells you guys all the jog and then tells us to go upstairs what happens? Oh, so Abby starts talking to you guys about the concept of the group. And she is doing some very sexy choreography. She's like, think about a woman looking for a guy that has money to spend on them. She doesn't really like the guy. She doesn't really think he's cute. And then Chloe goes, oh, so she just likes him for the money? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chloe. That's what it is. So now you guys are flirting with the audience. You're doing a little fussy. It's it's a little uncomfortable. And you are, this is where we see the first sighting of Paige's wristbands. Yeah. <laughs> My arm weights. Yeah, your arm weights. So upstairs, I must have gotten a note that I really needed to dig in about Melissa's ring. Because I'm yeah. like, what, what, what's this ring? I'm like, what's what, this ring you're wearing? What's on your finger? What's on your finger? What's on your finger? I noticed that you're wearing a ring. And she's like, I got me. And she goes, Paige was my best girl. Oh, this is a perfect episode because you were at the wedding. Yeah. 
Oh, I honestly I, thought that's why you picked it whenever I was watching. No, I because I didn't even think about this was the episode Melissa got married. We were picking it because it's the only episode you weren't tortured in. <laughs> well, you were the lead of the Bob Fosse number, so that's yeah. why we picked it. But I mean, we can talk about. Uh, yeah, you did go to Melissa's wedding, and it was in the living room. It didn't Minister Dawn marry them? She did. Yeah, yeah I thought was, so. She Minister Dawn was the only other person there besides me, Maddie McKenzie, Melissa, and Greg. Yeah. So you were the best girl. Did you get to carry a bouquet? I can't remember if we had a bouquet. I don't think. I don't think we did. I don't think we had little matching dresses. Well, that's cute. Remember we went in the bathroom all did our hair and makeup. We always Yeah, it was like after dance, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we went to the living room and did it. It was all it was cute. Yeah. Wait, I have a memory that she said that her dress wouldn't zip. So she stood with her dress unzipped in the back. Is that true? I Am I making know. that up? I remember that too, Christy. Yeah. After you like, said it, I do remember that. She's like, my dress wouldn't zip. And we we're like, what? And she's like, no, I just didn't zipper it. I'm like, could you imagine like a bride on their wedding day being like, oh, my dress isn't zipped. Well, the only person there to see it was Paige. So. Right. Yeah, I don't think she really minded. <laughs> no. And then, Kel, you're like, how good am I keeping a secret? I knew because Paige was there. And Melissa was like, you're so good at keeping a secret. And then, of course, I'm like, did you know you were getting married on a Monday in your living room? <laughs> no, no, you asshole. <laughs> Kelly, you're such a bitch. <laughs> yes, that is factual. I am indeed a bitch. However, I'm thinking that my note was to keep asking, but we'll go with I'm just a bitch. Okay. And but the funniest thing is I said, "Did you know you were getting married in your living room?" And she's like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> well, yes, she knew. I mean, she fucking yeah, called she had Mr. Dawn. Priest there, yeah. Yeah, and I said, "We just went dress shopping. Why were you trying on wedding gowns?" And she said, because you guys wanted me to go. And how about I was telling her she needed the larger size than oh that Oh, my six. God. She did, because she couldn't zip her dress. <laughs> she should have listened to me and bought a bigger size. <laughs> you need a bigger dress. That's what every bride wants to hear. It's the dream. So then in the interview, I say, Abby is the queen of subtleties. I said, do you think Gold Digger is a tribute to one of the moms? And then it zooms back in on Melissa. <laughs> I'm telling you, they made it so rotten the way they edit this so now you guys are back in studio a and gianna walks in and she lets abby know that the special guest has arrived and abby's like she's fabulous and gianna's like she's fabulous she's ready to work and then abby goes out uh to greet her at the front desk and melissa says i'd like to know what our surprise is so abby walks back in with a woman named rochelle rack and she goes this is your surprise and she goes hello surprise and you guys are like, it's a fucking person that we've never yeah, seen you're like, before in our lives. We, we were not very thrilled, yeah. Like, who is I, this person? Yeah. It, you were like expecting ice cream or something. Yeah, not, I mean, and like, I get it. It's it's great because she's a performer and a dancer, but yeah. she just walks in. She's like, it's me, surprise. And the kids are like, okay. But you do have to drink because she's wearing fur. I'm eating chips. I saw that. All I'm right. hungry. So... Upstairs, Holly doesn't know who Rochelle is. Jill says that she recognizes her from Flashdance. And then she takes off her coat and she's wearing a, like a, a leotard. leotard. And you go, I'm built just like that underneath this outfit I have on today. I am. Abby introduces Rochelle as her longtime friend. And she's like, I don't want to say old friend. And Rochelle's like, well, you can call me an old friend. But she's like, she made it to Broadway. She's known for her Fosse style. She's in Flashdance. And Chloe said, oh, I've seen that. Did you guys go see Flashdance? I don't think so. Together? I know Chloe went, but I, I don't remember seeing it. So I don't know who she would have went with. I don't remember either. Maybe she saw the movie. No, she saw, she saw the show because she recognized Rochelle. 
And and I have the like I have the program book, but I don't know who she would have gone with if I yeah. didn't go and you guys didn't go. Like yeah. at that time, our our lives were it was limited. just us. It yeah. was very limited. Just us. So anyway. And then Rochelle goes, you can call me Rochelle or Sass. My nickname is Sass, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Like She was sassy. Sass. She was sassy. And so in her interview, Abby goes, normally all the choreography for the junior elite competition team is done in-house, but she has invited Rochelle to choreograph the group number this week. And she's making an exception because she wants the girls to work with a professional Broadway veteran. I just hope Rochelle can live up to my expectations. I bet Rochelle is worried sick. Yeah. She's like, oh no. Um, I think Rochelle can handle it. Yeah. So she begins dancing with you guys. She's up. She's wearing a leotard. She's interactive. Abby's sitting on the cheese mat. And she's like, Rochelle tells you guys, I want you to have a secret. Can you show me that you have a secret? And Abby's like, oh, there's a few of them that have secrets. Because remember, secrets Meaning are lies. Melissa. But that was, again, to Melissa. Oh, yeah, I know. But secrets are lies, you know. So you and I are upstairs. And this kind of shit makes me batty. Because they have you and I bitching that Rochelle is there so Abby could take a vacation. Like, we care. Yeah. I'm like, can we send we her like to Florida? We like Abby to be sent away, yeah. And we're like, oh, Abby's not even paying attention to our kids. Meanwhile, I never wanted Abby to make eye contact with my daughter, ever. Like, if I saw her looking in her general direction, I'm like, look the other way, look the other way. Yeah. No. So, but we're bitching. And, oh, Rochelle's telling you downstairs, Paige, to stand in your everything. Did you know what that stand meant? In my everything. Yeah. She she's like, you need to be standing in your everything. No, you're not sure what that means. I know what that means. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I don't know what that means either. And then she wants to feature you in the group. Oh, I smile and I give you a little heart upstairs when she says that. And Kelly, you say this is such an exciting moment for Paige. I wish Brooke was here to see it. <laughs> she would have liked it. I'm sure she would have loved it. Yeah. She would have. Yeah. Meanwhile, she was just in the next room. She knew. Yeah. And and it was like, here's the thing. When Whenever we had to say dumb shit like that, like, Kelly, ever in a million years would you be like, I really wish Brooke would see Paige being a star. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's just not what we were. We just weren't like that. Exactly. And even when you say it, it like... Because I know you so well, I'm like, oh, she doesn't fucking care. She's saying that because somebody made her say it. Yeah. Okay. So now she's talking to you about uh, auditioning for roles page. Sometimes a choreographer will ask you to show them all you have. So then she does this like front walkover snap flip thing. And then uh, how about at the end she goes and bite the apple? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see her do that? No. I am dead. But I will say she looks fucking fabulous in a leotard, right? Yeah. I'm a little jealous. And I said, oh, there's some hairography going on down there. And then Melissa goes, Paige can do that. Paige, do you feel as though you could perform the Bite the Apple front handspring choreography? I don't know about that. I think you could do it, Paige. I mean, all you need is a little sass. So we all che- cheer and clap. Um, we just like that you guys were having fun. And you could totally tell that you guys were having fun in the room with her. Because yeah. the energy was completely different because Abby was not going to be a raging asshole 
to you guys in front of her friend. I say that later too. Oh, I'll, do you I'll say that? Point it, I'll point it. No, I I have it in my notes for later. I'll point it out to you later. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's like you guys were protected a little bit, you know. And then Abby goes, Rochelle's great energy. I mean, she's a guest. It's like a substitute teacher. Uh, but Rochelle, you better speed it up and teach this number, or you're never gonna get it finished. And you guys are all like pigeon toed, and I'm talking about how weird it feels to be seeing you guys pigeon toed. And then Jill's like, oh, I don't know if Abby's going to like this choreography. And then Holly says, Abby's a control freak. She never brings in guest choreographers. And I hope that Rochelle's choreography is good enough for the girls to win this week. And Holly has fur on in her interview. So everybody drink. This is very sweet. Keep your glasses up. That's why I have up. to eat my chips. Ugh. Keep your glasses up. Because when we open up on day or three days of competition at the front desk, Abby is wearing a headband. So drink. Ugh, Abby and them headbands. Oh my God. So I just want to preface this by saying, coming up in a 30 second span, we have two of the most iconic moments in Dance Moms happen back to back. Don't worry if you're not aware of what they are. I'm going to share it with you. Thank you. But I was screaming internally. I was throwing up. I was crying. I could not believe because I, I know of these moments separately. But I did not realize that they happened on camera at the same time. Same time. Yes. I almost fainted. So What are they? I'm going to tell you. Hurry up. All right. So at the front desk, the Zigglers walk in. Abby, of course, is thrilled that they're there. Oh, I know. Okay, wait. You come in next with Brooke. And Abby says, Brooke. Or uh, you were there too, Paige. Yeah. But, but she's, she picks on Brooke. Brooke, hurry up. You're already eight minutes late for class. And you say, then drive to my house and pick her up, Abby. And Abby says, that's not the way it works. Tell her to call a taxi. She's 14. <laughs> Meanwhile, taxis don't even come to our area. No. Uh, like we live in like the yeah. suburbs. Like Ubers still don't come to my area. I, I know. You I can't know. get an Uber. But I love that she's like, she always used to tell the kids, take a taxi. Remember, she'd be like, get a taxi. Mm-hmm. So... She's like, she's 14. She can take a taxi. And then she tells us nobody ever has the week off. So let's just make sure that Brooke is at all the senior company classes she's supposed to. So you go in the den and you call her like probably a bitch or a whore. I don't know. Some something. Something's up my ass. Well, then next comes Jill and Kendall. And Abby comments that they're late. And then she says, Kendall, what are you waiting for out there? If you keep waiting for your mother when you go places, you'll have to wait the rest of your life. Again, can I please point out that we were held in our cars and told when to walk in. Yeah, we were. she was waiting for the cameraman to say go. Abby is aware of this. However, she knows that she can say things on camera that make us look like assholes. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Which is probably half the reason why everyone has so much anxiety, okay? So here, here it comes. This, this is 30 seconds of just sheer, utter, just legend. So Jill walks into the dancer's den and she is wearing the giant full faced tiger Lion. sweater. It's tiger. tiger. Yeah. It, with it the big blue ugly. eyes. The tiger is the Paige, do you recall this shirt? I don't. Okay. I'm oh my God. How could you miss it? <laughs> Paige. It definitely won ugliest outfit of the uh, I have to pull it up. You Okay. So we get the shot of Jill in this tiger shirt, and then it immediately cuts to probably my top three favorite lines of Dance Moms with your mom. 
comes out of the bathroom and slams the door. And Abby goes, don't slam my door. And you go, I'll slam whatever I want. And you're walking with such a little like, and you're wearing that shirt. I wore this shirt in memory. Yeah. That is honestly one of my, everybody's like, what's your favorite line from Dance Moms? And they want something iconic. And I'm, I'll slam whatever I want. Because that's one of my favorites too. Is it? Absolutely. It's, it's hysterical. It's absolutely hysterical. Kelly, that is such a funny line. Really? Yes. Yes, it is. At the time, I wasn't thinking. No, you were just pissed. Yeah. But that's why it's so great. That's why this whole show is so great. I have to show you, Paige. Everybody hang tight for one second. It is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. In in the history of the universe. It is so ugly. Okay, hold on. I can't believe you didn't see it. I got it right here. I'm going to share my screen. Everybody who's listening, just give me a minute. Okay, we good? Can we see? Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) ugliest thing ever and then here comes smarty walking down i'll slam whatever i want how <laughs> about abby's face i i'll slam whatever i want she was like what did she just she say? was appalled she, uh-huh. she does that head thing like what what how could you so to me that is one of the greatest moments of the show you get the tiger Good. the blue-eyed tiger shirt and then kelly slams whatever she wants i just fucking love it so then <laughs> then when jill walks in the dressing room she goes quite a greeting huh kendall <laughs> and then you guys are back in studio a rehearsing gold digger and you, you know she's like what was it like to work with rochelle and maddie says it was fun learning steps that they don't normally do And then Abby tells you guys all about Bob Fosse. And it's important for professional dancers to give choreographers, directors, and producers what they want. However, later in the episode, Abby doesn't give her what she wants. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking. Yeah. I wasn't sure if if I missed something. No. Okay. So upstairs, I go, I wish there was a magic pill that I could take so I could look like Rochelle in a leotard. Well, now, thankfully, there's lots of them. There's magic pills. There's shots. There's all kinds of shit. But, and Melissa goes, at age 40-something, and Kelly goes, I actually have something we could do. I did. Jill, to look like Rochelle. And I said, I don't know if we're going to look like her. Oh, no. You said, well, I I don't know if we're going to look like her. And I go, yeah, it's called wiring your jaw shut. And Jill goes, which I would need to do for the next 10 years. And you start talking about these wraps that have 12 plant extracts that you can wrap the cloth around yourself. You cover it with cellophane and then you let it sit for 45 minutes. The wrap tightens your skin, flushes toxins from your bodies. You do it four times initially and then follow up once a month after that. I still have those. Kelly. I was able to sell them. Like I was a salesperson for them. So if anybody needs any, I can tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, put it on Facebook. Sell it on Facebook. Me- remember that girl that used to do our laser stuff is the one that got me involved in that. Oh, I didn't realize that. But I, when yeah. we get to that scene, it was ridiculous. In my interview, I was like, I don't have a problem area. I said, I am a problem. So, oh God. Then you guys are back in Studio A and Abby starts being really mean to Chloe. She's like... Nia, go introduce yourself to Chloe. Like, when she would do these bitchy things to you guys, were you guys always just, because you guys are always look terrified because you don't know what she's doing. You know it's mean. You're scared. And so she's like, Nia, go introduce yourself to Chloe. And Nia's like, her eyes. Or Nia didn't know what to do. She she was like. she kind of steps closer and then backs and looks. She's like, tell her who you are. You're dancing opposite of her. And then 
Chloe starts welling up and she's crying. It's like, I, hated I can't those moments. even imagine the amount of anxiety that you children felt anytime she would speak directly to you. Yeah. yeah and I feel like we never knew how to react if we should actually exactly. be saying because half the time she would like not, you're not actually supposed to do what she says. And then she'd get mad if you actually do it. Well, you're damned if you do, you're damned if yeah. you don't. Yeah, so we never knew. <laughs> We'd just look at her scared for whatever option it is. Yeah, me. or look up and you guys used to look up at us and like help me, and I'm like, oh, that that used to kill me. Oh yeah, when they would look up and you're like helpless up there, and you don't know half the time what she's saying and what she's yeah. doing because everything was a manipul like a pawn. Like Nia, go introduce yourself to Chloe. So Nia's like, am I? being mean if I do this yeah. am I am I gonna get yelled at did I do something wrong it's you just don't even know because it's a constant mind game yeah so then Abby in her interview she starts I didn't choreograph this routine Rochelle did now that puts me in a difficult place because I'm trying to clean it make corrections and change some of the spacing around Rochelle only came in one night and worked with these girls the rest is on me I have to say we all know that Abby did not choreograph it because Paige is front and center yeah <laughs> Hundred percent. Page. Somebody else comes in, and you're front and center. Yep. And so then she calls Mackenzie over, and then Abby starts working with Mackenzie. And in her interview, she's like, "I'm concerned about the Mackenzie and the group routine because she draws your eye in a negative way." So uh, Mackenzie has a duet with Maddie. I just want you to concentrate on the duet. Forget about the group. Wouldn't it have been nice if she would have been like, "You know what, Paige? You have a solo this week. Don't worry about the group." Yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah no. I don't understand. I mean, Matt Mackenzie was in every single, well, not every single, but it wasn't like she was taller in the other dances. No. So why is it that she just stuck out in this one? She just didn't want her to do bad in the duet because it was with Maddie. Right. Right. And That's so what I got from this episode too, because I was confused watching it. I was like, "Yeah, we always dance with Mackenzie." So. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what because very rarely did Mackenzie do two dances ever, ever. I think there was one episode that we've seen Mackenzie do two dances in in all of Dance Moms up to this point, and so because she had that duet. We know that's where all the focus had to go. And I'll mention this later. There's a little comment that was made during awards that points out everything about that, that the duet was the most important thing of the week. Okay. Which, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. Okay, so you know, upstairs, you start arguing that you're like, she's doing fine in the group. And I say that like, Chloe just can't do the dance because, you know, she's not in the right place. People keep getting in her way. I don't know. So we're talking upstairs and Abby starts rehearsal. And this is when she says, Nia, go introduce yourself to Chloe. She forgets who you are. She's been suspended for a while. Go introduce yourself because she's supposed to be dancing opposite of you. And everybody's like, you know, totally, totally nervous. And Abby's like, what did she say? I guess that she had choreographed Chloe to be opposite of Maddie during specific sections. And she's like, well, I just changed it. I have my reasons, which whatever, who knows? Her reasons were always to fuck somebody over. Yeah. And so now your interview and you said, I think Abby's changing up Sass's choreographer because Abby can't handle that somebody came in and completely changed the dance and she has no say so on it. Now, I think that what she really was pissed off about is because Sass put Paige in the front, Chloe's in the front. If you look... Paige and Chloe at one point, uh, when Mackenzie was in the dance, yeah. was splitting center. Center. Yeah. And Maddie was dancing behind you guys. Yeah. And so then when she pulled Kenzie out, then it became that uh, you were the focal point. And I think then she bumped Maddie up and put her opposite of Chloe. Chloe Do you know what I yeah. mean? So it yeah. was like, it's just, it's just like how Abby worked. I mean, that's all it was. 
So I'm in the den then with Chloe and she's crying and I'm trying to comfort her. And I said, this is what she does to you every week. She tries to psych you out. Don't give her the control. You'll be okay. And I said, please don't give her the satisfaction of seeing you cry. Because at that point, it was just the satisfaction of knowing that she could like get under Upset, you guys. Yeah. 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 I mean, totally. And in my interview, I'm like, she hasn't had a solo in so long. I'm nervous that she's rusty, but that's okay. I just want her to get back out there and do a solo and we'll take it from there. So Abby starts running Maddie McKenzie's duet. And she's like, this is the first time they're doing a duet together. And this is when she says, Maddie's usually the younger dancer in a duet, not the older one. And then Mackenzie says, I don't like when Abby always compares me to Maddie because I'm not Maddie. I'm Mackenzie. Which is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that I think is something that you can kind of speak to, Paige, because yeah. you were the younger sister of one of Abby's favorites. Now, Brooke was not a favorite on Dance Moms, to be clear, but she was a favorite in the studio for years before that. So did you ever feel like you were in Brooke's shadow with Abby? Um, see, back in the day, I feel like I didn't have to deal with Abby as much. So it didn't I, feel as... Thank you. Amen. I say that all the time. I'm like, I would, she was around, I would, but I feel like I just kind of blocked her out. Back in the day, when I think about dance, like, I feel like I was always with like Janine, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. When I liked dancing before the show. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun with Janine. I feel like Abby was never really the one teaching me my solos or anything. Yeah, and I I think that's absolutely true. I was explaining that to somebody this week. I was like, yes, she was always the same, but we didn't deal with her. Yeah. Like, we didn't deal with her. You guys were in class with her, what, once a week for 45 minutes? Legs and feet. Or she was cleaning a group dance. And I feel like she more so just, like, thought of me as a little kid. Like, she didn't think of me as like a professional dancer where she was so strict on me. She was kind of just like, she had her focus on Brooke. So she was just like, Oh, Paige, like cute Paige. She always just, right. me yeah. Party Paige. She never like took me that seriously. So I don't know. I feel like I never felt like I, not that I didn't feel like I was in her shadow, but I just didn't care because I was at the studio with my friends, like having yeah. fun. That's what I was. You were kind of at a different stage even of dancing, you know? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Oh, I'm, I'm trying not to say 100%. Somebody pointed out that every time I say 100%, they need to take a drink. And every time you go, uh, um, you go, oh, yeah, they want to take a drink, too. So apparently you say, oh, yeah, and I say 100%. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's true. 100%. All right. Now it's... You guys are talking about Mackenzie's foot, which I am so fucking tired of talking about this foot. Mackenzie hurt her foot, Paige, like three weeks ago. Remember when she was in the wheelchair during the competition, but was really doing cartwheels? We've been talking about this boo-boo foot for like now six episodes. And it wasn't even like you were in a cast and we talked about it for like 30 seconds. Yeah, yours was broken. We don't even know when she hurt hers. And it's not kind of like randomly came up. Yeah. So we're just like, okay, we have to stop talking about the foot. Then Melissa says, I don't even know where this came from. We're talking about the group routine. And she's like, Melissa says something like the other girls look really great. Oh, they're talking about Melissa get or Mackenzie being pulled out of the dance. And you say, but Melissa, Mackenzie knows the choreography. She has a spot in the dance. Let her go out there and do it. And then Melissa's like, yes, Mackenzie's really improved. And it's like. then why would she pull her? Yeah. And what, what people don't maybe realize or think about is I don't think that you personally were thinking oh my god Mackenzie needs to be in this dance because you want to punish Mackenzie what you're thinking is if you pull Mackenzie out of the dance the spacing is different and the girls all have to re like relearn something that we're leaving for to do in a day yeah like Chloe was across from Nia well if we change the formation 
Chloe is not across from her anymore. Right. And then you guys have to remember the change on stage. And if you don't, the, you get killed. The night before. Yeah. So that, to me, is more what you were arguing about than the, you wanting Mackenzie in the dance. I know. Kelly's coughing to death. <laughs> and I also think that they wanted me to make a big stink about it because Brooke wasn't dancing in the group. Oh, uh, yeah. That probably, actually, that tracks. Yeah. All right, so now we have Chloe's solo rehearsal, Blackheart. Abby says to Chloe, I want to see this without a mistake. Understood, it's finished, it's clean, let's do it. And in her interview, Abby says, Chloe's solo has an edgy 80s rocker theme. She's going to go out there and she's going to do a rock concert. And then Holly's like, Chloe hasn't missed a beat. Her dancing looks nice and clean. I said that there is a point in her dance where she like does all these turns into a side aerial. And I said, she's nervous about it. And I said, oh, I bet 20 bucks that Abby changes that section of the dance. And she actually didn't, which no, I think she might have left it in because Chloe fucked it up, hoping that she'd fuck it up on stage. Right. And she did it perfect on stage. Yeah, she did do it perfect on stage. I don't know. Every once in a while, I'm like, well, here's the thing. Maddie didn't have a solo this week. So I think had she had a solo, Abby might have used that as an opportunity to take it out and water it down. But because she wasn't competing against Maddie, she's going to leave it in in case she screws it up. But if she lands it, the only person she's beating is Kendall. And Abby didn't give a shit if Kendall lost. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of just my take on it. I don't know. Paige, did you ever really know like how your mothers analyze these things, these choices and decisions? No, I didn't. But doesn't it make sense what we but say? It does. It does. It makes sense. I would just block it out. I had no idea what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> so then abby says to chloe you're finished and remember when you're crying out there to your mother i'm trying to fix this so that's a good pep talk thank you for your support and love and then i go she ran her solo once and you go are you surprised and i'm like nope (laughs) (laughs) all right so now we get to one of the best moments of dance moms in this scene where we go to your house and you are having a fat party i don't know what else to call it yeah it's, it's a cellophane fat party Yeah, where we're all drinking wine in your living room and wrapping each other in With fat cellophane. wraps. Yes, like literal cellophane. I'm thinking I should go put one of them on. Kelly, maybe I'll wear one of those this weekend on my face. I don't think they work. Well, gotta do something. Well, it's probably old and expired. It's 12 years old at this point. Don't you <laughs> think the plant extracts might have dried up? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So you tell us, I'm hosting a rap party at my house today because after seeing Sass and her body looking like that and my body looking like this, I decided I better do something. Not go for a walk, not put down the glass of wine, not not eat 14 piles of cheese. You're going to do a fat wrap. Great. Diane starts showing us, not Diane, our friend Diane, but Diane, the fat wrap lady. And Jill goes, they look like a Tostito. (laughs) Which is funniest thing because we're there to get skinny and Jill says it looks like food (laughs) so she's like who wants to get their wrap on today and you said I want to know who's doing their ass well you obviously and I love that Holly would only apply it to her mask or her face face. she wouldn't put it on anything else Uh and I said I'll give it a go. I'm going to let this woman wrap my arms because I'm really... Oh, you were, you were so daring doing your arms. I think that they asked me to do my arms because it was a stomach and ass and arms and a face. Like, why would I have done my arms? I, I don't know. My arms, I, I've never... You could have borrowed Paige's weights. I could have. And even when I have been at my fattest, most chunky monkey, 
I've never been like, look at my fat arms. I've always been like, oh yeah, my whole body's fat. Look at these bingo flaps. But I've never been like focused on my arms. Yeah. So um, I go to Melissa, your boobs are popping out of that shirt. And I don't know, somebody's like, yeah, they look great. And then she's like, look how great this bra is. And so she's, her tits are out. Jill's like, I'd rather show my boobs and my belly. But then Jill pulls up her shirt and starts spinning around while you guys are wrapping her in cellophane on national television. <laughs> this is so but we, but we were thinking to ourselves, this is great because we're not sitting in that studio exactly with Abby. Right. I'll wrap myself in whatever the hell you want me to wrap myself yep. in. Yep. Does this get me through another day? Yeah. I'm getting to have a glass of wine and I'm not at the studio. So and Jill's I'm like, Th- these things never work. You can tell me that until you're blue in the face, you're going to lose weight. You're going to feel good. They don't work. I swear to God, they don't work. Now I'm trying to sell these damn things and Jill's <laughs> like ruining my sales. <laughs> no wonder i have them left (laughs) so then i go let's go in the kitchen and melissa says you should do it in the bathroom and we're talking about wrapping your ass in the kitchen yeah i got the biggest ass of everyone melissa says i've seen it and we're in the kitchen i actually very specifically and vividly remember wrapping your ass in the kitchen yeah. Like, I remember, like, your pants are down and, like, me seeing wrapping your ass. I'm asking for a towel. Why did I want a towel? I don't know, but I also said you need double. Rude. And then I said, you're going to need double because of the crack. Was I talking about your ass crack? I hope not. <laughs> I think I was. Do you do other crack? Well, maybe there was a crack in the... No, I think it was your crack. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting down and dirty in and there, then Jill you? goes... No wonder I needed a towel. And Jill goes, I just lost my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shit. You're playing with my ass crack in my kitchen. <laughs> God. <laughs> and then nobody wiped the counters and Randy cooked Josh dinner that night. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have crack juice on your counter. Ew. Ew. So then Melissa in her interview goes, Kelly and I always kind of walk around naked. We're always going to each other's room. So I'm used to seeing Kelly pull her pants down. (laughs) I'm always talking about being naked. That's why you saw her disco bush. So now we're wrapping Melissa's stomach. And you said, Melissa, your new husband will like it. He'll come home for dinner. You'll be naked wrapped in cellophane. And and little will he know good shit's happening underneath. And so then Melissa kind of starts talking and then she quickly changes it. But she is alluding to maybe her and Greg have have a little sexting going on. But it turns into, I hope I see you later. I'm confused. Ain't she married? Yes. But he meant, I hope I see you later. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because it, and I think she was talking more dirty about the text because then we see a like shot what, of Like see the disco bush? The disco bush. And Holly was like, ick. But we had to tone it down for TV. Okay. All right. So now it's one day to competition. Kendall is doing her solo rehearsal. And then uh, Abby, Kendall, and Maddie are all in Studio A. Abby's reminding Kendall that she needs to use her face and dance with stamina and energy. Maddie's watching. And Abby says, Kendall's working her stamina and nothing is better for improving your stamina than a good old roaring 20s number. It's fast, furious, and has lots of kicks. So we're saying um, that the solo is good. And I say, look, the big bad wolf. And I'm not sure what I'm referring to. Maybe Abby? I don't know. And Holly says, I think Kendall's solo is really good. I think she's enjoying it. The emotion clinic last week really worked well because you can't tell... 
she looks happy. I don't know. There must be more of going on there because none of that makes sense. All right. So now we're doing Gold Digger. Uh, the girls run the group routine and Abby tells Mackenzie to stop dancing. And she's like, Mackenzie should not be in the group routine uh, because she doesn't look good with the rest of the girls. She's a foot shorter. Uh, she also has a duet to worry about. And Abby wants to pull her from the group so Paige can have the spotlight on her. Yeah, that's Even why. though you're featured. Yeah. But pulling Mackenzie out of the group. And I love later that Rochelle is like, Mackenzie has been the same height the entire time. I know. I'm so glad she says that because I sound like a bitch when I said it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you're not in the group dance. I don't think you can keep up. So then you guys reblock it again. Mackenzie's just standing there and we're frustrated. And we're like, why is she pulling her from the group before the night before we leave for the competition? You go. She shouldn't have put her in two group routines if she didn't think she could handle it. And that is the, yeah, that is the problem. It really is. It's not that... She wants you to be featured. It's not Mackenzie Shorter. It's that she doesn't want her to fuck up the duet. So now she's like, I don't see too much gold digging out there. I don't see anybody flirting with the audience. Imagine your mom walking, walking into a restaurant. She'd smell that money and she'd start thinking, who's the guy? Who's buying me a drink? Meanwhile, has she not known that like you hide? You don't want any man speaking to you ever. Me? Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, just. Well, she wasn't talking about me. She was talking about Melissa. Well, I, no, she's talking about all of us. Holly, I think, would just ask them, like, what their certifications are. Me, at that point, I'm like, oh. Uh, we don't know what you would do. But, yeah, I'd be like, get away from me. Yeah. I mean, Melissa just got married. Then we're saying, like, Rochelle's not even going to recognize the choreography because she's pulled it so much. And now she's pulled Mackenzie or changed it. And then you go, Mackenzie's been dancing with the group for 52 weeks, but it's only now that Abby's decided that she's not good enough to be in the group. And Melissa's like, well, Mackenzie can't do a triple turn. And you said, well, then why is she part of our team? She has, Melissa said, but I think she's a good addition. And then you said, okay, but then why is she part of our team? If she's a good addition, meanwhile. Then she should be in the group dance. Right. Brooke's in the other room doing nothing. She can do the dance. She could do the triple turn, but she's not a favorite. So Brooke's not in here and she gets to stay home this weekend. It's true. It is true. I mean, it sounds bitchy. Like I sound like a bitch when I say it, but it is true. Well, yeah. Paige, do you have any thoughts, feelings, or emotions? I agree with you guys. But uh, do you agree Brooke's probably in the other room? Like, mom, shut your mouth because I don't yeah. want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, please. I was happy to get out of this this week. <laughs> she's like, somebody tell Kelly to stop talking. That's why she's fat. Hey, yep. All right. So now we pull out to the competition in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I personally love that it's January in the Northeast and we go to places like Michigan. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, God. And we couldn't have gone to like Florida or somewhere. Yeah. All right. So we're walking in. Abby's wearing her black fur coat. So please have a drink. Oh my goodness. This drink is so sweet. Abby's telling them as you guys are walking in, she's like, walk on stage like you own it. Okay. Why is there an inflatable man doll behind Kendall in the dressing room the entire time? It's like a blow up dude. Ew. Maybe Scott was using it. <laughs> oh God almighty. Blech. But it's hysterical. And this is the stuff that I actually think the producers are genius for because they leave stuff like this in it. Like, you know, like nobody's like somebody move that doll. They're like, okay, everybody leave the blow up man doll in there. Yeah. 
in, in a dressing room of uh, children, eight and ten year olds. I'm oh, sure I, you were all probably playing with it. I'm sure you probably were, but it wasn't really appropriate. <laughs> no. Where is it? Okay, I have to go back and find it. I just want to point out, just so everybody knows that I'm very self-aware, I do understand that my hair, both in the scene and in my interview, couldn't be more Miss Piggy if I tried. The curls, the teasing, the bleh. The blonde. Oh, my. Yes. It's You were so, very blonde back then. It's horrible. Like, oh, there it is. Wait. Okay. I just saw it. Hold on. Where did, where'd it go? Yeah. Okay. Let me make it big, and I'm going to share my screen with you. Okay, you guys ready? Let me show you Kendall's boy doll. Oh my goodness. I do feel like I remember that. I mean, I am shocked. It's in a tuxedo. Maybe no, they were going to do something. Use that as a prop for a dance. Like, did Candy Apples use that? In a they dance? weren't there that week, Paige. Hmm. I am shocked that no producer picked that up and said, we're going to incorporate this somehow in a dance. Girls, you're going to... that. This is Bob Fosse. He's sitting on the edge of the stage. Now, dance to Fosse. Flirt with him. Dig his gold. I'm I'm shocked, okay? Do you think somebody brought him like he's in a tuxedo? Maybe it was like something to do with Melissa's wedding, and then we just never did that. It looks like that dressing room was a band room. So maybe it was a prop from like something the band was doing at the high school, not ours. I it have might no have idea. Been. I don't know. I kind of recognize it, but I don't remember the story. Oh, you know him? I feel like there was definitely <laughs> something about him. <laughs> you, you, Paige, Paige has met him before. She just you maybe went on him. a date. That, that's who you were gold digging after, Paige. That's what I'm we saying. Know. He's on the we date. We know. So now in my interview, I said the group dance has been re-choreographed like 472,000 times. And Chloe has her first solo in forever. There's a lot at stake today. And then Abby goes to Kendall. Okay, so we're working on your stamina. Come here and do a wall sit. Do wall sit? <laughs> she puts Kendall in a full on oh, wall sit. Oh, wall sit. I think he said wall, like a waltz. No, a wall sit. Now, Kendall, I know you're going on dance, where on stage where you have to give it your all and dance. But let's like make your legs feel like rubber yeah. sitting like this on the wall. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she's doing her wall sit. And Jill in her interview said, well, Jill first sitting there goes, this is humiliating. And in her interview, she says, it's very upsetting to me to watch Kendall sitting on the wall. Why does Abby have to be so hard on Kendall? Okay. We need to all just be like, why does she have to be so hard on the kids? Because on she, everybody. Goes, she goes through and she really does. Yeah. All right. Yes. So then Jill starts arguing with her and she's just confronting her. And Jill says, do you want her to perform well? And Abby's like, she looks like she's totally exhausted anyway, even when she's rested. And Jill's like, don't go there. This kid has never forgotten anything you've taught her. And she said, oh, never say never in the future or in her interview. I don't know what the future is for Kendall. She's going to have to prove it to me this week if she's going to finish a dance strong and big with the same energy she just started with. Or is she just another pretty face? So in her then we see another interview. Abby, Mackenzie better keep up with Maddie during this duet. She needs to rise to the occasion. If she screws Maddie up, she yeah. won't be dancing much longer. So we're all flurrying about like we're fixing the kids. Abby's running the duet. And I'm talking about the solo. I want Chloe to go out there, own her solo. I want her to do the choreography exactly like it's given to her with style. And I'm sitting on the floor, like trying to give her a pep talk. And Jesus Christ almighty. But I was 
wasn't like, Chloe, do this. I was just like, you know, rock and roll. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to like give her a pep talk and like have fun with her. But the minute I go like this, the music changes. The producers saw it and they're like, okay, she got to do this. And we're going to make a big deal about it. But the music, as soon as I did it in the background, went dark and like clown like dun 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 dun. So, okay, so we knew it was coming. And then we go out to dance, and Kendall in her interview says, I'm competing against Chloe. I've beaten her before, so I want to try my best and beat her again. Which I have to say, anytime you guys ever did interviews, even when you had to be like, I have to beat my friend, you guys are still like nice and sweet about it. Nobody was ever nasty or mean or I don't know I guess you've maybe just had the sense of we're all in this together who fucking cares just don't yell at me and I think we all knew that a lot of that stuff they would make you say in an interview like I feel like none of us yeah would ever say that to each other so anything weird like that if we would see it aired we're like they forced us to say that I feel like you could tell how uncomfortable we were yeah yeah I, I say that about the moms too though you know because everybody's like Um, Because I had a picture up of me and Melissa or something, and everybody's like, you guys fought all the time on the show. But I think everybody just has that understanding, you know? Like, we're doing a job. They only see you fighting. They didn't see that we went to dinner every Friday night. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah, so. And you really can't, I don't think, you can't exist in... Like, if we walked around as pissed off as we are on the show, we would have exploded. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just... I almost did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't even talk to you about the dumpster. All right. So, Kendall dances, easy as one, two, three. It was a good performance. I have to say, with this particular competition, I really loved that they filmed you guys from behind with the light outlining people into the audience. That was definitely a new angle on stage that we hadn't seen before. And I thought it was really cool and impactful and it was fun to watch. It made it more interesting visually because sometimes the coverage of the dances is so terrible, bad. Yeah. So I really loved it. I thought it was great. So Jill's like, Kendall absolutely showed Abby that she has everything. I liked Kendall's solo. I did too. And finished strong. She did a great job. And I think it fit Kendall well. Yeah, I liked it. So then Maddie McKenzie do their duet, Run for Mother. And Melissa says, I know if this was a Maddie solo, I think it would be a first place win. I hope the judges see that Maddie McKenzie dance on two different levels. However, they dance really well together. Did you guys have any thoughts about the duet? Not really. I mean, it was fine. I think it was choreographed to both of their strengths. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, to tell you the truth, I really didn't pay much attention to it. Out of all of the dances, I think that one felt the most like everything we do. Comedy. Yeah. Whatever. It felt like a yeah. dance dance. Where I think yeah. I think all three of the other dances were a little bit more interesting because they, they were yeah. they were different. Yeah. Uh so then Chloe does her black heart dance, which I not a fan of this dance, but whatever. Um, it, it was fine. I thought it was really cool with her hair down and her turns and yeah. looking out into the audience and watching her. And she did do a nice job on her turns and the aerial she nailed on stage. So that was great. She did do good on her aerial. Yes. Yep. And then as she's leaving, God help me, Chloe goes and the world ends. I would like to point out, okay, so Abby's like, Chloe, that's inappropriate. That was rude. I wouldn't be surprised if her mother told her to do it. I've had it with that kid. And then it zooms in on you behind the scenes. Yeah, doing it. I'd like to point one thing out. And I just happened upon this today. 
it literally just it it could not have been more just a coincidence but i was scrolling through instagram and there's nicole kidman today on her oh, yeah she's doing the exact same hand motion with her tongue out so That's nicole funny. kidman's rude too and um it's inappropriate and she's telling the audience to go fuck herself because that's basically what Abby said. Is that what that means? I don't even know what it means, Kelly. It's like a rock and roll 80s thing. I'm sure we could look it up. I think it's devil's horns. I don't think it means fuck yourself. I really don't. Maybe it does. I don't know. But that's not what Chloe meant by yeah. that. Chloe did not know what it meant at the time. No. Yeah. If you called Chloe right now, I doubt she would even know what it meant. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I just think no one knows the real meaning behind it. You just think rocker and that's what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one thinks that deep into it. No. So now we're back in the dressing room and uh, you say everybody did a good job. Rochelle Sass comes into the dressing room. She hugs you guys. She hugs Abby. Then she starts talking to to Abby. And you're saying, I wonder how this is going to play out. I mean, Abby's going to have to tell Rochelle that she completely changed the choreography and pulled Mackenzie out of the dance. I hope Rochelle gets pissed off and (laughs) tells her off kelly there was a scene a couple of months ago Paige, where melissa's like abby you're so upset your blood pressure you're gonna have a heart Uh, attack and your mom's going shh melissa i'm like let's just see what happens yeah (laughs) so now on the other hand your mom's like i wonder what's gonna happen if abby and rochelle have a fight let's see like let's find out let's (laughs) take her ass rochelle she loves the drama if she's not if she's not a part of it i just want somebody else to have to kick her ass not me yeah don't worry yours is coming i know so abby tells rochelle i made some changes and then she's like well can i make some notes and abby's like well let's run it my way first And then she said, being a Broadway show and choreographing routines for dance competitions are two completely different things. It's my name that's at stake. And she wants the girls to win. This is Abby. She always just wants you guys to win, right? That's that's what it is. And then she watches and she's like, Mackenzie looks great. Why wouldn't she do this? And Abby's like, yeah, you're right. But, you know, we really do routines with five or seven dancers. And Rochelle's like, well, I'd like to mix it up. You know, like we knew you had six dancers the entire time and we knew that she was little, but Abby keeps insisting. It's not about that. She draws your eye because she's a foot and a half shorter than everyone. And I love this because Rochelle says, we knew this in rehearsal and she was still this small. We knew the sizes. This isn't new information. We've known it for three seasons. I love that Rochelle like held Abby accountable for this. Like we knew the sizes. This isn't new information. And then she gives you guys a pep talk and she's like, you guys have had changes. You've had to work with that. And uh, she has to go perform a matinee. And you said, this was fun watching Rochelle take authority from Abby. Now I just hope the girls go up on stage and win with Rochelle's choreography. And then Holly's like, well, color of the lips. Actually, I think it was you who asked It was me. Yeah. And she's like, well, why didn't she specify? And she starts getting really shitty. And she's like, the girls all have different shorts on. They all look bad. They were very lame costumes. They were, but it's just funny that- I'm sure that was on purpose though, too. Um, yeah, of course. And Abby's like, so Rochelle thinks she's just got to waltz in here and put together a few eight counts and then hit the tour again? No, she needs to do the costume, the hair, the makeup, the styles, the shoes. She needs to do it all. And she didn't. She dropped the bomb on me. Didn't you invite her in- Yeah, well, she probably didn't. They probably wanted her to come. But I think she really is friends with Abby, isn't she? I think so. I I think so. Had a work relationship. I think they're doing something now. She's the one that posted that thing of 
that Melissa yeah, but Abby's not part of that. That was she had information wrong. That's actually for Dan Swan season nine. But it was really interesting because you can see Abby starting to like spiral a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah. Okay, for anybody who isn't watching the video, Kelly is just sitting there brushing her dog with a rhinestone H brush. That I know this that is brush. from the show. I know. Yeah, I, I said, brush on Dan Swan's. I know that brush. I've given it to Morgan. Now Kelly brushes Morgan's hair with Paige's dance mom's brush. We were so bored the one day. Remember, we sat and rhinestoned it in the dressing room. Yeah, that was in the summer when we did the back six in season one. I remember. I think we might Morgan have done it for everything, Christy. She has an elephant brain and I have a bird brain. We discuss this all the time because I remember nothing. I remember also it's... have a bird brain. Yeah, I remember so much shit. I, I think really we block do. it out, Paige. All right, so then Jill goes, Abby, I, I get the sense you don't like the choreography. <laughs> and Abby goes, love it. And Jill said, if you don't love it, this is your name, your reputation, this is your team. They're your girls. This is your name on their back. So you have to get, uh, so you have to give them some sort of, and she goes, girls, are we ready? I'm getting really nervous. And then she says, I'm nervous about the routine. I don't have control. And we all know I'm a control freak. Yeah, we know that. So you and Maddie hug and you kiss her on her temple and you guys freak out a little bit because of the lipstick. I always think it's it's cute when you guys are like freaked out about the lipstick. When you guys walk out, you're announced, you walk out. Now he's like, oh my God, Mackenzie's already off. I don't know why she was so bent on shape. Here's what I was going to say. When they're behind the stage getting ready to go out, do you see Paige fooling around? It's just like the the whole demeanor of everybody was so much more relaxed. Ah. Like Paige was the lead of the dance. You would think she would be like nervous and like running through the dance in her head. And she was like backstage like fooling around. They were having fun because it wasn't Abby like hounding them all week. You know, it's just totally different attitude. Yep. Yep. I totally I I think that it was a totally different vibe. Paige, did you feel that way? Yeah, I feel like the energy was so much better whenever we had a guest choreographer coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and she would be on her best behavior because she didn't want to um, really show her warts to people that didn't know her. So she, she'd be like, oh, these are my girls. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then afterwards, she'd be like, you all suck. So you guys performed the dance. I like this dance. I do too. I think this dance is good. I do. And I think it wasn't just like, sometimes Fosse is just, <clears throat> I think there's a lot of elements of little movement. But I also think there was a lot of dancing in the dance as well. I thought it was good. I liked it. But I, I like Paige in these kind of numbers. I always like Paige in these numbers. I was just going to say, I like Paige in this number. I, I feel the same way about Chloe. And I said this last week with your Broadway Blondes, even though it was a slut bucket dance, it still <laughs> had an element of this type. To, I liked you guys in the more, like all that jazz when you guys did it. Uh, not maybe Camille. And I always say that with the cha- the chairs. It's like I always liked Paige with the chair number. And- yeah, it just, I liked you guys more musical theater than like lyrical. I loved a lyrical number, but I'm saying for your personalities, it, that to me, and that's why, and if you think back, that was always what your trios were. Yeah. They were always musical theater and that always performed well. Yeah. So you had great dancing, but they were entertaining. They weren't just like, oh, the technique is gorgeous. It was more, they were fun to watch. So again, really love the camera angles. I don't think we are going to see these camera angles again. I don't know because I can't remember dance moms, but I I did like the camera angles. And then Abby in her interview says, I stand by my, my decision. Mackenzie should have not been in that routine. I hope the judges weren't watching her. So again, we had to change that 
routine five minutes before they went on stage. Yeah. Like we've changed it 15 times in the past 20 hours. Okay. I have a question, Paige. One of the things that Chloe and I think Brooke said as well, and I'm curious to hear how you feel, is one of the things that they felt was the most difficult part of all the choreography was you guys did the same steps every week, just in a different order. So was that confusing that you're like, oh shit, last week I did like an inside fan into a pot of beret. I don't know. And then this week I do an outside fan into a roll to the floor. Yeah. I feel like we would use certain sequences throughout different numbers. Yeah. So we would do a part of it and then it's like, wait, is this from last week or do I go into my new thing? So I definitely think even with like solos, I think that really threw me off. Yeah. We had to like reuse certain parts because I mean, we were coming up with dances all the time. You can't come up with that much choreography, I feel like. Yeah, and there was no way that you guys were going to remember it. Yeah. I love when people are like, these kids didn't remember it. Yeah, they did. And yeah, they learn new choreography every week. Yep. Yes. They crazy for sure did. I don't know how you guys did that. Oh my God. I would have never been able to do that. I give you guys a lot of credit. And, and for the two times that you guys would forget your dances, like... I'm surprised it wasn't every single week somebody forgot a dance. Oh, yeah. I could barely remember when they would read me my pickup and I'd have to repeat it back. I'd be like, hold on. Exactly. <laughs> they had to tell me 10 times. Like, hold on. What'd you, what was that? I, this is actually a really funny thing. Sometimes they would give a pickup of something that they would want someone to say. I'm not going to say what mom it was, but a mom would be like, I'm not saying that. And there was one mom in particular that they would say, okay, that I need you to look into camera and say, I'm not saying, and then say what the pickup is so they have it. And then they would just cut the, I'm not yeah, saying off and of then it. they would have the pickup. That's the stupidest person on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't us. There's wasn't somebody, me. Somebody dumber than us. <laughs> oh, that's hard to believe. I know, I know. So we go into the solos. Uh, Kendall gets third, and then Chloe gets first. And then Maddie McKenzie get first. Oh, and that's when Melissa goes, oh, 294.5 points. Can you believe how high the score is? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, we know they had the highest score of the competition. I'm sure we're going to hear about it in Pyramid next week. It doesn't matter. The group one, Chloe one, doesn't matter. They had the highest score. Okay, so you are the better winner. You're the best winner. You win the most, Okay. So, and then you guys win and Abby goes, Rochelle's number came in first and I'm ecstatic. I'm thrilled for her, but come on, let's face it. When a guest choreographer comes into town, they're only with your kids for three, four, five hours tops. It's a training they've had. The training I gave them since birth. Okay. So she needs to remember that when all these other dancers come in and she didn't teach them a day's worth of dance lessons. Remember that. That's, I was waiting. Here. Here's her soapbox. Go ahead. Stand on it. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. So we go in the dressing room. Chloe runs in. She's in my arms. She's kissing my cheek. She's really excited. Jill comments that she worked really hard for that. Holly says she was hungry for it. I say Chloe winning first place is exactly what she needed. I think she forgets all the time how fabulous she really is. I can't imagine why. And then we say we think Rochelle would have been proud of the girls for winning. And then Melissa says, to Abby, are you happy? And Abby says, no, I'm appalled. Yeah. And she said, Kendall, backstage is not an area to be rehearsing and risk kicking somebody. Please stop right there. 
How many times did Abby tell you to go backstage and do 15 turns and intimidate the kids standing next to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Does She doesn't make sense. No, it's all. <laughs> can't win or. or things like, on the day because she just changes her sayings. Whatever works for her. So now Kendall's in trouble for rehearsing backstage. But if she hadn't rehearsed backstage, you're a lazy piece of shit standing backstage yeah. who didn't rehearse. Yep. So then Jill's mad. And she's like, well, Maddie and Mackenzie were also rehearsing. And Melissa's like, no, 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 no. That's just when they were coming out. And Jill's like, no. There is a scene coming up. I, I don't know if they ever showed it, but it happened upstairs with Jill and Melissa. And I do like that Jill did hold Melissa accountable for stuff because Melissa would be like, no, 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 my girls didn't do that. And she, she said to Melissa one time, they got in this big heated fight and Melissa and Jill goes, Melissa, just because your kids sing Feliz Navidad, Navidad does not mean they know how to speak Spanish because she kept saying my kids speak Spanish. And Jill was like, that does not mean they speak Spanish. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It was upstairs. She was so pissed. Do you remember that fight, Kelly? Uh-uh. It was really funny. I, I hope it's on the show because it's amazing. And Jill said, my point is I could see everybody backstage. And Abby's like, my point always is if it weren't my kid, it's everybody's kid. So yell at them too. And Jill said, you only selectively pick on my kid. Every single one of them back there was practicing their number. I saw Chloe too. And I'm like, Please stop talking, Jill. Please. Chloe's going to get in trouble on her own in just a moment. Just hold on. Hold on. Give her a chance. <laughs> so then Abby's like, it's correct etiquette for the performers to actively make sure the audience doesn't see them rehearse backstage. And Jill's like, but all the kids do it. And to be fair, yeah, all the kids do it. Yeah. They, everyone Absolutely. of you practice backstage because Abby told you to. Exactly. And then Jill's like, Abby, you're missing my point. Yell at the kids because all the kids did it, not just Kendall. And she said, I will. Then she turns to Chloe and she's like, the hand gesture. You gave the finger to everyone. And then she starts to say, that's not the exit you rehearsed. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you always talk about the choreography, giving the choreography something more. Abby's like, yeah, something more, a shoulder, an attitude, a look. Well, how about a hand motion? How about a hand motion? Now, here's the thing. If Maddie had done that dance, she could have been on stage and bit the head off of a bat. And Abby would have been like, Maddie went that out was and found a bat. She took the initiative to bring the bat on and channel her inner rock star and eat the bat and spit the head on the judge's table for the extra point. Why does nobody else have this insight to bite a bat's head off? You dumb motherfuckers. But... But like Chloe can't make a hand gesture. Chloe, how dare you make a hand gesture? And I'm like, that's not what her intentions are. And then she goes, well, I don't know how many rock concerts your kid's been to in the 80s, but she shouldn't know that. And I said, she didn't know that. And she said, well, she did it. She must have learned it from somewhere, mommy. And then they flash back to me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, you know, it's me. So here's mommy. I love that she called me mommy. And uh, I said, Abby's just pissed that Rochelle's choreography won. Abby wanted to be able to say, I told you so. But since Abby couldn't do it, she had to find something else to tear her apart, like Chloe's winning solo. And then she's like, learn from Chloe's mistake. That's not the exit given to them in rehearsal. And then Abby goes, I'm thrilled that we won. <laughs> but then she goes, but I want more for the girls than just trophies. 
You want, she wants you guys to have long careers. Look at Rochelle. She can do it. You can do it. When my kids graduate from the ALDC, they're ready to take on the professional world and earn a living as a dancer. So for the last 52 weeks of Dance Moms then, winning hasn't been the priority? Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Because I, I did not. I, must I, I didn't get that memo. Yeah. yeah. Paige, how do you feel? I don't know what we were there for then. <laughs> well, you're there to be a professional dancer, obviously. Yeah. She wants more for you than that. Uh, and then she says, well, girls, you got you got to work with a dancer that's been on Broadway. Hey, maybe someday you're going to be the dancer on Broadway that comes to work with a group of kids. It's not an easy job. It's not easy to get there. So, ladies, there is a lesson to be learned each week. And also, you're a little bit closer to Mr. Bob Bossy. And as Mr. Bob Bossy said, it's all in the timing. And all seven of you looked at her <laughs> with dead eyes. And a big fucking question mark over your head. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? When she would start saying shit like that, were you just like, I don't understand. I think it was what my mom used to tell us, in one ear, out the other. I'm just staring at her like, <laughs> I personally miss, because usually in the dressing room after or during awards, you would always be having a snack of some sort. I really missed your snack escapades in this one. Last week, you were eating a fruit roll up. Brooke is getting screamed at. For like being Rosa Parks and you're like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. So I do have get to get it say, from your mom. I've been on here eating chips all the whole time, Paige. Next week, we do get to learn of the ultimate fate of Broadway Baby. Oh, That's I so don't like exciting. this episode. Yeah. And uh, in the meanwhile, then, Kel, how many drinks did you need to get through watching this episode? I didn't need any. I was behaving. I would say I needed one maybe for my rock and roll violation because yeah. obviously it's me, mommy. Paige, did you need a drink to watch it? No, I didn't. This was it, one of my best episodes. I know. Okay. Who had on the worst outfit for the week? Uh, Jill. The tiger? I'm yes. Jill as well. That tiger. That was an aggressive that, sweater. What would make you buy that? Like, seriously. How did you miss it? It was a full frontal tiger. Your eyes are piercing at you. Why would you, like, pull that off of a rack and say, oh, this might look good? Like, <laughs> the eyes are right on my nipples. I yeah, love the like, I just don't get it. Me. it I, like, I just don't get it. Yeah. She wants anything animal. Yeah. She does. Oh, my God. And some days there's a lot. She, like, represents the entire animal kingdom. There's, like, yeah. a snake. There's a leopard. There's a zebra. <laughs> yeah all right misdemeanors or felonies i don't think i had any i'm gonna say my felony was i taught chloe how to tell everyone to go fuck themselves okay all right give it to you uh favorite quotes of this episode oh i have one oh i'll slam whatever i want yeah hands down i'll slam whatever i want oh i didn't pick that one I picked when Abby said, when a guest choreographer comes into town, they're only with the kids three, four, five hours tops. It's training they had, the training I gave them since birth. I want her to eat crow. Is that what I, I would say? Yeah. That's even on the Shotsky. I'll slam whatever I want. Yeah, that's there we go. Of, that's one of the best quotes of Dance Moms, truly. That was, that's I did an not iconic think that moment. was very good. Oh my God. It is funny. It's funny because it's so not. It's funny if you know her because you know she wasn't trying to be funny. Yes. Maybe. It's just yeah. her personality on the daily. <laughs> yes. It's just, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> so that's my favorite quote. Um, favorite dance of the episode. 
I liked Gold Diggers. I, I like I like the group. I like the group a lot. I really did. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great group dance. I like that it's a little bit different. I like the way it was like shot a little, you know, cinematically. Different. Yeah. 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 I like that Paige was the lead. Yeah. Paige, you did a good job. And like you talk, Paige, was it choreographed when you walked off stage and turned back and gave a kiss? Did you make that up? I actually added that addition in myself. You did? Oh, and you didn't get in trouble? Hold on. Are you being serious? I don't know. I think. I feel like she never, re- I feel like we didn't rehearse walk-ons and walk-offs that much. Like you'd practice if you were on the ground, how you would stand up and then you would just walk. So I feel like I would have added that in myself. Oh, I'm filing a complaint with HR. But wait a minute. In Abby's defense, she didn't choreograph it. So she might've thought Rochelle told her to do that. All right. I'm All right. Giving that to Abby. God. Okay. Okay. Fine. However, now Paige, I'm telling everyone that Chloe got in trouble and you didn't. You so didn't. I want. I want a refund. <laughs> I don't care. Play with something for once. For once. Oh my god. Yes. Are you at the top of the pyramid next week? I don't know. You Is might be. How many times? I don't know. No, I'll you're at to... the top of the pyramid one other time. I feel. Whenever I make some noise, I think after that episode. Yeah. Like, you were at the top. Yeah. Well, because think about this. The group won. You were the featured part of the group, but this week the group won and Nia was featured and she was at the bottom row. However, Maddie was at the top because of her solo. So just knowing Abby, Chloe's not going to be at the top, even though she won first place for her solo because she did the rock and roll thing. She's going to be at the bottom somewhere. Maddie or Mackenzie could be at the top because she'll be like, Maddie led the duet. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie's going to be somewhere. I would be shocked if you were at the top, although they might have because you've been at the top never. So they may have put you at the top for this one because you led the group. Maybe second row. I feel like you'd be in the second row. And I think, I I mean, if there was any reason at all to put Maddie at the top, Abby was putting Maddie at the top. So they might make a big deal about the the score. The score because, Yeah. yeah, she said the score. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll look into it and we'll talk about it on the after show. All right, Paige, do you want to, I don't know, tell everybody where to follow in your Instagram? Sure. You guys can follow my Instagram at Paige Highland one and my TikTok is I think Paige Highland underscore three. And okay. you guys just started a new Instagram, the Highland Hangout. Yeah, Highland Hangout on Instagram. That's me and Brooke together. It's called Highland Hangout? Yeah, they just started that. I just seen it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, Christy. Okay, wait. I'm looking at the peer. Okay, we're going to look at this on there. Oh, do I follow you? I'll have to look. I'll have to follow you. Okay. Um, but Paige is going to join us on the after party. Yay. And thanks for coming and playing, Paige. Thanks for having me. XOXO. All right, we'll see you on oh, the after did party. Did everybody get their t-shirts? Oh, yeah. And sweatshirts? Oh, oh your I t- saw them. I want one. Aren't they cute? Yeah, I want one, too. I we, we didn't even get any. We'll have to. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody... Show us your shirts. Yeah. You oh, yeah. Show Instead of show us your tits, like at Mardi Gras, show us your shirts, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Well, I can't believe I just said show us your tits. Show, but that, it's because I've spent so much time in New Orleans. I can't help myself. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see you on the after party. All right. After party time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. 
and check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.